What does the future hold? Examining biblical doctrines, history, and current events, it's Prophecy Time. Author and pastor Alan Davis will help you have a better understanding of biblical prophecy. Using the whole counsel of the Word of God, Pastor Davis unapologetically promotes and defends the literal, personal return of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And now with today's Prophecy Time message, here's Alan Davis. Davis, a minister, a preacher of the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of the great coming King, Jesus Christ. As darkness will pursue his enemies, the enemies of Jesus Christ will lick the dust. His enemies will be put under his feet. My favorite passage in the Bible concerning the second coming of the great king, Jesus Christ, is found in Matthew chapter 24, starting with verse 29 which says this, Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken and then shall appear the sun of the Son of Man in heaven and then shall all of the tribes of the earth mourn and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with the great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather to gather his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. The next chapter, Matthew 25, talks about the inheritance of the kingdom, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. The prophecy time message is entitled The Inheritance of the Kingdom. Jesus Christ is speaking here in Matthew chapter 25, verse 34 to the sheep, and he says this, Come, ye blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. So this has always been the plan. From the foundation of the earth. Several years ago, the news was talking about Forbes' richest Americans and the observation was made that a large majority of these individuals inherited their money. Some of the richest individuals in the country have been the Walton family. So evidently, people enjoy shopping at Walmart. Many of these in individuals inherited their father's labors. Talking about this in Proverbs chapter 13, 
The wise man wrote this in verse 22. Saying this, a good man leaveth an inheritance, an inheritance to his children's children. An inheritance may be gotten hastily at the beginning, says Proverbs chapter 20, verse 21, but the end thereof shall not be blessed. Many, certainly not all people, are not very wise with their inheritance. Wisdom. Notice this. What the wise man said in Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 11. Wisdom is good with an inheritance. After receiving an inheritance, a person needs to ask God for wisdom concerning what to do with that inheritance. Many individuals receive an inheritance later on in life when they are older. Talking about this in Proverbs chapter 19, Solomon wrote this in verse 14. House and riches are the inheritance of fathers. Some parents do not feel that their children are worthy of an inheritance, or certainly not all of it. A wise, ser- a wise servant shall have rule over a son that causeth shame, and shall have part of the inheritance among the brethren says Proverbs chapter 17, verse 2. There are many, some, very likable, faithful servants of the family who will be rewarded at least by some portion of their estate. The greatest inheritance, however, is eternal life, knowing, having the assurance of everlasting life given to individuals who have been born of God, individuals who have been born again, individuals who have received the Holy Spirit. Talking to these individuals and after his return, Jesus said to the sheep, In Matthew chapter 25, verse 34, Come, ye blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Now, one parallel passage or a section of the Bible that we need to compare with Matthew chapter 25, verse 34 is found in Daniel chapter 7. If we're going to be able to understand future events better, we are going to have to understand and be knowledgeable about Daniel chapter 2 and Daniel chapter 7. Daniel chapter 7 talks about these four beasts representing 
Babylon, Media, Persia, Greece, and Rome. And referring to this fourth beast, and after its fall at the return of Jesus Christ, notice what Daniel, the prophet, said in chapter 7, verse 18. But the saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, even forever and ever. Talking about this fourth beast, starting in verse 23, he said this, the fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon earth, which shall be diverse from all kingdoms, and shall devour the whole earth, and shall tread it down and break it in pieces. And notice this, verse 24. One key verse in chapter 7. And the ten horns out of this kingdom are ten kings that shall arise. And notice this, verse 24, verse 20, verse 8 talks about this other one. This another, this other, two times it speaks about another. One time it talks about this other one. This is the country of the Antichrist, this other one. Not one of the ten. The eyes of a man and the mouth speaking great things is found in this other one, not in one of the ten. And another, Daniel seven twenty four shall rise after them, and he shall be diverse. He's different from the first. And he shall subdue three kings, and he shall speak words against the Most High, shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and think to change times and laws. And they shall be given into his hand until a time and times and the dividing of time. One of our seven key phrases found in Bible prophecy Verse 26, But the judgment shall sit, and they shall take away his dominion to consume and to destroy it unto the end. And the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given. Notice this. Daniel seven twenty-seven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. So these saints are individuals who receive a big-time inheritance. And if we can compare this passage, the fact that the kingdom is going to be given to the people of the saints of the Most High, to Matthew chapter 25, verse 34, Come, Jesus said to the sheep, these saints of the Most High, ye blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. So, saved individuals, saved people, are in line to receive a big-time inheritance. And today, we're going to be looking at two points, and on another day, we're going to be looking at three other points concerning this kingdom. 
And today we're going to be looking, of course, at Matthew chapter 25, verse 34, which is our text. And first we're going to be looking at the people, the saints of the Most High, these sheep. Secondly, their privilege, being saints, that's going to be the end of today's message. And on another day, we're going to be looking at, thirdly, their power. Fourthly, the divine preparation. And fifthly, God's overall plan, which, of course, we saw there a moment ago, is and has been from the foundation of the world. So the big-time inheritance goes to the sheep in Matthew chapter 25 at the revelation of the great king, Jesus Christ. This great king has a big-time inheritance for his people, individuals who are the sheep, individuals who are the blessed. And uh, the sheep are blessed and the goats are cursed. The sheep are individuals who have been born of God, When speaking to Nicodemus, an unsaved religious man, many individuals are religious, but religiously lost. Jesus said to him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus evidently was ignorant of the new birth because he said, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Then Jesus said to Nicodemus, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water physically and of the Spirit, he cannot enter. So you're not going to be able to see it. You're not going to be able to enter it. You're not going to be able to experience the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, physical birth. And that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Ye must be born again. A person will not enter the coming political kingdom, his kingdom, the government of Jesus Christ, apart from the new birth. Talking about Jesus Christ in John chapter 1, the Bible, which is the word of the living God, says this, starting in verse 10. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came into his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him to them, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. The death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ will save a person's soul. Paul wrote this interesting verse in Romans chapter 1, verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And Paul instructed 
individuals on how to become saved in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, two very famous verses in Christianity saying, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Only sheep, saved individuals, will inherit this big-time kingdom of Jesus Christ. A second point about inheriting the coming political government of Jesus Christ has to do with their privilege. Saved individuals are privileged folks. Jesus said to the sheep in Matthew chapter 25, verse 34, Come, ye blessed of my Father, ye blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. So these sheep are blessed of God the Father. They are, we could say, privileged individuals. Many years ago, a news individual was interviewing Jerry West as he was talking about NBA basketball players who, in his opinion, were privileged individuals. Many individuals might look at Forbes magazine and the wealthiest individuals in the country and say that these folks are privileged people. Colleges and universities have admissions offices. As they decide, they have to make decisions about who they will accept and who they will reject. Only the privileged make it into these schools. Notice what Jesus taught in a parable in Luke chapter 18, starting with verse 10. Two men, two, two, two men, went up into the temple to pray, the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican this tax collector. I fast twice in the week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And the publican, standing afar off, evidently he did not feel worthy, would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his into his house justified rather than the other. He was declared righteous. For everyone that exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. The publican was accepted this day into the family of God, becoming one of God's sheep, becoming a blessed individual, a privileged person, the Pharisee, a religious man, however, was rejected as he remained a goat, a 
cursed individual. Today we looked at, as it relates to the future kingdom of Jesus Christ, found in Matthew chapter 25, two points, two out of five. First, the people, the sheep, the blessed. And secondly, they are indeed privileged. They are blessed, yes. Another day, we're going to be looking at their power. It's the kingdom's preparation and God's overall plan that this has been the plan from the foundation of the world. Maybe today, maybe today, you're uncertain about your eternal destination. You're not certain that if you died today that you would go to heaven. Bow your head in repentance and, 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 and faith in the simple gospel message of Jesus Christ, that he died, that he was buried, that he rose again from the dead, and pray something like this, Dear God, I am a sinner, but I believe in the simple gospel message of Jesus Christ, that he died, was buried, and rose again from the dead, and pray something like this, just say, Dear God, I am sorry, but I accept you now as my personal Savior. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer, we are thrilled to death about that. If you're thinking about the possibility of helping us with the expenses of this broadcast, we would appreciate that. And you can go to our website, one of our websites, Bronx BBC, two B's as in boy, one C as in cat, dot org. Scroll down, give us a donation there at PayPal, or you can send in a check to the mailing address that you will find there on our website. And so God bless you today. And I hope that you will give me another hearing on another day, another scheduled broadcast of It's Prophecy Time. It wasn't that long ago that certain words couldn't be said on television. Now, even some commercials aren't safe for family viewing, let alone the programs. Remember when you were checking out at the supermarket and you didn't have to intentionally look away from the magazine rack? Now, even seemingly innocent publications seem to sensationalize things, a lot of times in a disgusting way. The music business pushes the limits to bolder extremes, and some of its so-called stars live lives that make us cringe. The entertainment industry is spiraling downward, but there are still a few places where decent morals are upheld, where you don't have to worry that your children may hear things you don't want them to hear, where your very own values won't be compromised. You're listening to one of those safe places right now. Every day, we strive to be a safe yet entertaining and informative haven for you and your family. Please help us continue by supporting us financially every month. Thanks from It's Prophecy Time. It's Prophecy Time, a friend you can always turn to. In looking at some family photographs recently, the old-fashioned way, actually holding a print in my hand, something really stood out. Everything about me had changed. My hair, my clothes, well, everything. As a ministry, some things may change, but one thing won't. We always want to be here for you. 
And the only way we can do that is by you financially supporting It's Prophecy Time. Thank you for listening to It's Prophecy Time with Pastor Alan Davis. Generous listeners like you make the airing of this program possible. Contributions are greatly appreciated. Write to It's Prophecy Time, care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Here's the address again. It's Prophecy Time, care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Join us again for the next scheduled program of It's Prophecy Time.